when did I put these in here? And then pulls out some fishnet stockings. I haven't even worn these in a month. And she tosses them over her shoulder. Are you throwing them away? What? I don't want them anymore. Why would you throw them out? I mean, like, do you... How how long do you keep clothes? Eh. I, I do a lot of remaking and alterations and magic. Well, I mean, you've been like... You've been super, like, Debbie Downer lately. Maybe you should make those into some gloves. No. <laughs> wow, just like that? No. If anything, I'd make a jacket of them. I mean, why not? Not in the mood. Yeah, what's what's been eating you lately? Is there anything in particular? I don't know if you know Aladrin, uh, else, darling. Just you. But... Every we we go through wild mood swings, the ups and downs. Notice that one. And sometimes we're just very down. Also, what if she was the love of my life? Oh, 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 oh no, oh. Uh. And Julia just kind of like her hands are wet. She doesn't know what to do. She kind of like tries to drag him on a rug. Set aside the. Oh jeez. Oh oh no. Oh honey. No. Oh come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. <laughs> just kind of and like she just she she collapses into a sobbing mess on Jill's chest. There's a lot of like don't be cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I'm never gonna see her again. Okay, first off, okay, shush. First off, we know that's not true. We're gonna go back. We we have to go back, otherwise <laughs> otherwise the big mean pirate will kill us. That's true. And and hey, hey, you know what? Even if that does happen, you know who's on the big mean pirate ship? Who? Well, your little lady, your lady friend. She she's on I I think she lives there. <laughs> so if she tries so so if her boss tries to kill us, you know, um she'll be there too. That's true, she says, <laughs> sobbing How hysterically. Is this <laughs> hey no look no no sh no honey look you guys were all over each other you guys were absolutely wild for each other if you want to try to to make like a long distance thing work i we we can try that when you get back i do you know if are, are letters a thing can you write letters i i don't know how space works I, I've written a couple letters to my mom that I'm gonna send home eventually. Well then, uh, you know, uh, Max and Arturs are both from that ship. I bet, I bet they'd be able to help you get an address or or whatever. I don't know. I've tried the long distance thing, and it just doesn't work. Well, uh, um, <laughs> they're there. I tend to, you know, you know me. I just tend to get in these moods, yeah. and and then I, I. I, I maybe start sending letters and I start out clingy, but then I don't care anymore, suddenly. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, well, I'm bored now and I move on. Well, do you want to do that with her? I don't know. Okay. Well, uh, you want to, you know what, you know what, I, I can do this later. Uh, do you want to, you want to go down to the galley and get some cocoa? Yeah. Okay, let's, <laughs> let's go get some cocoa. Okay. <laughs> You guys get down there and Finn has already started on Coco. <laughs> okay, okay. Now, uh, 
She's going to, like, run to, like, the washroom <laughs> and, like, grab, like, uh, handkerchief, handkerchief, handkerchief. Why weren't there any hankies in the laundry? Why didn't I get a handkerchief? <laughs> She's going to grab, like, whatever linen she can find and just, like, run back to win. Okay, okay. Hold them up your nose, like, okay, blow. She snottily blows. Okay. And then she claims the cocoa and holds it in both her hands. Okay, uh, right. How do I do this? What now? I'm gonna go hide under a blanket. Okay, do you, do you want me to check in on you later? Maybe if Elviva doesn't blip. Okay. Okay, um, <laughs> do, do you want an extra blanket? Do you want, like, a story or, or, or something? No, I'll just chill Elviva as well, she's blipped. Okay, uh, then I'll, I'll see you in a bit, okay? Okay. And she slumps off to her room. Uh, she signs to Finn. That was bad, wasn't it? <laughs> Finn signs back and says, I didn't hear any of that. <laughs> it was loud. <laughs> Finn signs back. Yeah, Max told me. Max? Finn signs, Max told me to get the cocoa started. Huh. Huh. From Alviva and Cacophony's room, there's an audible, Hi, Toolbox! <laughs> Cat senses sadness and blanket. <laughs> the door is closed. How did he get there? It's a cat. <laughs> okay. Is there anything else anyone wants to do while they're in the phlogiston? I don't know. Jill's going to end up taking just, like, a lot of, like, chores and helm shifts and shit, and also probably try to get down to, like, the underside of the ship whenever she can, because there's more people here, and that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a couple of times you spot Lachlan also hanging out on the underside of the ship, because more people and a lot. <laughs> At one point while you're sitting on the underside of the ship, you uh, notice something moving in the wake of the ship. Uh, Juliana's gonna, like, glance back and also reach towards her hammer. You spot? Now, you, you, you grew up in seaside towns. You know what dolphins look like. Yeah. This is almost like dolphins, but not quite. It's like a- they're the same general shape as a dolphin, same general movement. But you notice that they're sort of- if a dolphin were perfectly symmetrical along, like, triads- Three fins, uh, three eyes, three tail fins, all of that. And they are just kind of playing in the wake of the ship. They don't seem menacing. They're just goofing off. Huh. Could those be seen from the top deck? Probably, yeah. She's gonna, like, look for a couple of minutes and then, like, oh my gosh, that's really cute. I, I can't be the only one that sees this, right? <laughs> She's just gonna, like, <laughs> scramble up. And, like, scan the top deck to see if anybody else can see the triangle dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> you spot uh, Kara on the uh, on the stern castle next to the ballista, just kind of leaning on it and watching them. Tri triangle dolphins? Triangle dolphins. Yeah, they're called delphinids. De what? Delphinids. Delphinid. Yeah. They hang out in the phlogiston. Sometimes you see them in regular space, but most often you see them in the phlogiston. Do they... I mean, what what do they do? What do they what do they eat? Actually, what do they eat out here? Oh, most of many any of the other animal species that are around here, mostly. I haven't really seen that many. They they try to avoid ships for the most part, but the delphinids actually like ships. They like to hang out near them. They're really cute, actually. Are are they like? Does the word dolphin mean anything to you? Are they like dolphins? Yeah, they're they're like dolphins. 
but they're in space. Are they are they like most things about dolphins? Uh, I don't know enough about dolphins to know what you're talking about. Oh. You know, it's probably fine. I, I, it probably won't come up. It's cool. They're they're pretty and fun. Okay. But yeah, they're harmless. They're not going to cause any damage to the ship or anything. Huh. Artie definitely runs up Dag like, Friends! <laughs> <laughs> okay, they are yeah. space dolphins. Can I still talk to them? Um, good question. <laughs> Let me just double check uh, what the actual Triton feature is. Simple ideas with beasts that can breathe water. They don't breathe water. Darn. I mean, could they? I mean, it still tries. <laughs> <laughs> so you make a couple of kissy noises at them. <laughs> what are you doing? Seeing if they speak. Yeah, they appear kind of confused. It's kind of like speaking Spanish to someone who speaks Italian. Like, the, the, you feel like you should be able to understand it, but you don't. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> All right. Did, are they talking back? Yes, but, um... Tritons can't understand the animals back. What? They just communicate simple ideas. Fiends! Wait, I can cuss in this... <laughs> I'll still say beans. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, I'm so used to saying beans. He just shrugs then. <laughs> they don't seem they don't seem put off by it at the very least. So wait, can you can you bring one over here? Mm, perhaps. <laughs> Make a charisma check. <laughs> 18. Cool. One of the delphinids does break off from the pod and kind of uh, approach the back of the ship. Can we pet it? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Let's let's try. Just takes out his hand and kind of makes gestures. The, uh, the, the delphinid does get closer and just kind of examine your hand. You can see it's got three mouths, actually. What? Oh. <laughs> Horrifying. <laughs> oh, yeah. I really hope they're not like regular dolphins. <laughs> Just kind of like bonks your hand with its nose. Oh, friendly. Hello, friend. <laughs> I want to try, I want to try, I want to try. <laughs> it appears to be checking to see whether you have food. I'm going to say Artie probably has food in his pockets. So, yes, he, he takes out some food, like a jerky. That quickly disappears into one of the three mouths. Oh, that's not great to see. <laughs> so, Jill, you're coming over to pet the delphinid? Yes. All right. You uh, you, you give it a pat on the nose. Uh, it is rubbery, but not unpleasantly so. Huh. Do you, do you have any more jerky? <laughs> I always have some jerky for a lovely lady. Uh, huh. And he hands you some jerky. <laughs> I... Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Setting that aside, Jill Jill like reaches down, like holds her hand flat with like some jerky on the palm. Like you're feeding a horse? Yes. <laughs> okay, the lowermost of the three mouths just kind of snaps up the jerky and eats it very quickly. I'm just having a very difficult time imagining this. I'm trying to draw it out, but I can't. 
Hang yeah, on, there's, like, there's, there's a monster manual picture. Oh, it's a monster manual picture. Oh, and it's going to be like Spelljammer monster manual too, isn't it? Which means bad. Yep. Real bad. Juliana's going to try to scratch like around one of the one of the dorsals. No. Yes. No. Oh, that kind of three mouths. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, it's bad. <laughs> I'm going to pet it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a horrifying kit. I thought it would be cute. <laughs> it is cute. It's ugly cute. Oh, it's just ugly. <laughs> Listen, it's second edition art, which means that there's room for there's room for improvement. Everything's ugly. <laughs> yeah, Jill pets it. Okay. <laughs> I like mine better. It's more Lisa Frank. It seems amenable to the pettings. Yes. This is actually end up being a very good day. <laughs> <laughs> so after a little while, the dolphins, uh, the delphinids get bored and they kind of wander off and disappear back into the phlogiston. Juliana definitely waves goodbye and doesn't quite notice that she's even doing it. <laughs> Artie does as well. Those were horrifying, weren't they? Very terrifying. Yeah. I'd pet them again, though. Far away, they look like normal dolphins. Up they close, do. horrifying. I really hope they don't act like regular dolphins. Mmm, yes. Mm, not great. No, not, no. Mm-mm, mm-mm, not great. Fun at parties, though. Really? I mean, depending on your party. <laughs> I'm, try- I'm trying to imagine a-, a party where, like, that kind of dolphin behavior would be welcome. And I- Oh, it is, you have to be very drunk. Yeah, I would bet. I'm pretty sure at that point, consent comes into the equation, and mm. Very, very drunk. It's mostly a prank. A prank? A prank. You go to weird parties. I mean, don't we all? Increasingly. Apparently. Have some jerky. (laughs) (laughs) So at the end of the eight days, you guys come up on a um, fairly large uh, crystal sphere by, by, by the methods by which you can evaluate these things considering that you only really you only really see them once you're close enough to not really fully appreciate the size of them because they're so goddamn close um but this one uh seems like larger than your own if smaller than crin and as you are uh approaching it you notice that uh max is uh on the bridge with uh lachlan who's helming right now okay (laughs) <laughs> I'm just checking to see whether everyone, anybody has a comment on that. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> no, this is, this is world building shit. I need someone to observe this. Yeah, <laughs> fine. When, uh, when after her big cry, it, it, when after her big cry, the day after her big cry, she's mostly quiet. But after that, she's back to apparently being normal when again, just like in a snap. And so she's casually wandering around up deck. Okay. Juliana is, is like, interested in re-entry, so she will be along as well. Okay. Her kind of shaggy hair is currently pulled up into a top knot, and she's wearing a, a really baggy sweater. This one says pink on the front, and then purple on the back, and it's also bright red. So, question mark? That's <laughs> <laughs> a very confusing sweater. <laughs> yeah. And she's wearing, um, and she's wearing baggy flannel pajama pants. 
Okay, uh, you can see that Max has uh, what appears to be a uh, compass open, and he is, like, giving directions to Lachlan, and you can see that um, he is pointing Lachlan towards a tunnel, like a, a portal in the side of the sphere. But it's the inside of it, from where you can see it, it looks a little weird. It doesn't look like just a hole in the shell and then open space again. It looks like a tunnel. Wait, does that thing find those portals? Yeah, they are not particularly stable, so when we find one, we need to get down it pretty quick. But, like, can it predict where they are, or what? Uh, it directs me towards ones that already exist. Wait, why does it look like that? Um, the entire sphere is solid. What? The you'll, you'll see. And as the ship goes down the tunnel, you can see that the interior of the sphere, aside from this one tunnel that you're in right now... It's all solid. It is all the same material that the sphere is made out of. What material is that? Sort of that same weird gray carbony material. What? Does this look kind of like the the asteroid that Port Meridian was on? Not really, no. Hmm. Very different. At Port Meridian was very clearly like a chunk of planet-type rock, mm -hmm. but the material that the Crystal Spheres is made out of is, near as you can tell, unique in all the universe, and this is just a big solid mass of it. Is it dark in here? Pretty damn dark, yeah. What the hell? Yeah, the shit, light coming off the ship is really the only light that you can see. What the hell? Max is like, yeah, the entire sphere is like this. Any 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 worlds that exist in here are just little bubbles in the solid mass of the sphere. Well, is this is this is this new? Is this no? It's always been like this. Are are other places like this? Uh, some of them. There are, there are a number of spheres that like. There's one that's filled entirely with water. I think one where like. There's a tree that grows from the bottom of the sphere all the way to the top. There's there's a whole bunch of odd ones like this. Huh. Anyway, it's five days to Vesper, so buckle in for more of this shit. So hopefully nobody's claustrophobic. I mean, it's a big tunnel. Yeah. You have to be really claustrophobic. To be fair, we've been stuck on this ship for a while. This is true. Don't worry. Five days, then you'll get to stretch your legs. What I more mean is if we are claustrophobic, I think we would have shown it already. Eh, not necessarily. Like, open spaces That's true. around the ship can help alleviate that sort of thing. That's valid. But having an actual ceiling? That, that's a little itchier. I'm sure that won't come up. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's probably fine. So, like, Lots of, uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of us had dark vision, but we should probably light some lanterns for like, I don't know, Alviva. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's lights up, there's lanterns like on, on the ship. Yeah. The moment you guys left the phlogiston, uh, Veli went around and lit all the lamps. That seems dangerous. <laughs> they're fine. They're fine. They're, they're fine. They're extremely flammable. They're fine. They live on the mm -hmm. edge. <laughs> Sometimes you have to do dangerous things to feel. <laughs> Sometimes I let a match burn down in my hand just so I can feel something, anything. <laughs> the trick is not minding. Anyway, Jesus. so anyone, anyone have uh, any claustrophobic breakdowns that they want to have over the next five days?
Uh, I mean, Jill's just going to be a little bit on edge, but I don't think claustrophobia is actually like a huge thing. Okay. But she's definitely going to be a lot like, again, on edge, a little snappier and shit. I don't think Arturos is smart enough to be claustrophobic. (laughs) He's just rolling with it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anything else you guys want to take care of before you arrive at the uh, planet, so to speak? Nay. Nah, I guess not. I okay. Don't know. How's Orc Boy doing? <laughs> Orc Boy's doing fine. Okay. He's mostly uh, preoccupying himself with stuff. It's interesting. Uh, by all accounts, he does actually enjoy Max's company, and you see them like chatting on a couple of occasions. But also, whenever he sees Max talking to you, he looks pained. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I hope you can all sense my face. <laughs> it's very toothsome right now. <laughs> oh, no. What to do about that? Anyway, after five days, the tunnel lets out into a much larger cavity uh, on the inside of this just solid sphere. Um, if you had to guess, you'd say the surface area is about equivalent to that of a like a normal-sized moon, like Lunatari equivalent. But the thing is that all of the, the, the surface, so to speak, of the world is all on the inside surface of the bubble, like a Dyson sphere. It's all coating the inside, and the star, which is very, very dim and small and pale, is floating in the center of the bubble. The landscape here is mostly, seems temperate. There's forests. There aren't any huge seas, but there are some rather large lakes. And you can see sort of little dots of light that indicate probably towns scattered throughout the space. The light itself is very, very weak. It gives off basically the equivalent to moonlight. And you guess that this is probably a permanent state. The inside of the sphere is permanently nighttime. Fancy. At this point, uh, you're all on the top deck and Max is explaining that, uh, all right, so we're looking for a building called the White Manor. It is apparently a safe house built here uh, in isolation, uh, presumably because the sphere is very, very difficult to get to. Uh, we don't know exactly where it is, but we do know that it is somewhere in the vicinity of the largest lake here. All right. And you can see that the ship is currently headed towards that largest lake. So it's just somewhere around that. Yeah. We might have to do some extensive recon, maybe some flybys, but I would be hesitant to do too many of those because we don't want to alert the guards to our presence. And then at that point, Mr. Hurst raises his hand and goes, why don't we just ask for directions? I mean, why don't we? <laughs> Max appears very taken aback by this. Um, when when holds her hand to Max and kind of waves for a moment and says, "We need to be subtle." Okay. And asking directions is the opposite of subtle. <laughs> Mister Hurst is like, "Yeah, but there's a town like right there." Yes, but I imagine the town might start gossiping that there are a bunch of random people who just showed up looking for this white manor, and then we the wrong people would hear, and then. Things might go badly for us. Well, this is this is Vodoni space or something, isn't it? I mean, technically, but also the Vodoni Commonwealth hasn't really had much involvement here, especially not on Vesper. The 
the the the the level of technology here is not high enough to be of interest to the empire it's mostly small villages wait so is is a is a is a ship going to like raise any alarms no no i think if if the white manor was built here they've at least had some experience with offworlders and vadoni expeditionary teams would have made contact before now but i doubt they have much interest in space so what's going to look like out of the ordinary to these people? Probably a bunch of non-elf people showing up. Oh, non-elves, huh? I fit. You don't. No. They're they're all dark elves. Oh, that would do it. I see. Wait, what do you No, not that like uh, you're making assumptions and let me like, I can tell you right now that the assumptions are wrong. Uh Okay. They're fine. They're fine. You're not going to get like abducted and like sacrificed to a spider god or anything i wasn't really worried about that i wasn't, wasn't worried about that wasn't worrying over that until just now <laughs> <laughs> they're not that kind of it's not that it's not that kind of thing are there spiders involved no are you sure i, I don't know every single animal that lives on this world but i'm pretty sure Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm fine. Okay. Are you? She doesn't like spiders. Yeah, I guessed. <laughs> Look. I have a history, okay? I didn't say it wasn't valid. <sighs> anyway, since we're already going to stand out, I guess I should go put on my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll be back. And she turns and prances away. So Cacophony goes off to dress. Uh, in the meantime, the ship starts uh, winding down, and it looks like it's going to land uh, on the lake, but at a decent distance from the village so as not to startle them. I mean, is this is a white manor going to actually be white? Because I feel like that would stick out. You know, they called it that. Nobody actually told me whether it was white. I guess we're going to find out. Seriously? We just got general recon on where it went. We haven't done much expedition in the area. Wait, so how blind did we did a did we get sent in? Pretty blind. What? <laughs> yeah, we, we're not even <sighs> <laughs> pirates. Yeah, I guess I guess pirates aren't exactly careful or 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 <sighs> generally not. Well, not when they're hiring other people to do their jobs for them. Yeah, and they're expecting us to come back alive. You think there'd, there'd be some kind of vested interest? Eh, if you die, they'll just send somebody else. <sighs> if I die, they'll just send somebody else. And he looks distinctly disturbed by this. They tend to leave me behind. <laughs> yeah, Artie, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I can't guarantee that's not gonna happen again. Oh. I thought we were friends. I mean, have you met my friends? No, you never. They're terrible. They're universally terrible. <laughs> Do you have friends? Mm. No, either of you. Do either of you have friends? I got a couple. Mm. <laughs> I mean, isn't everyone my friend? Oh, honey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the ship sets down on the lake. It's it's you're you're in a nice sort of forested area, um, sort of like Great Lakes type landscape. 
And uh, you can see that the lights of the village a little further up the shore, just along the curve of the waterline. Uh, and it is time to figure out who the landing party's gonna be. Woo! Again, if you bring Finn, he's instantly a red shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I have no control over this. He has five hit points. <laughs> Look, he's our precious child. He does not leave that boat. <laughs> Looking around, the captain's like, I do want to try and keep a the majority of the crew on the boat just to make sure that nothing untoward happens. Look. I love going to new places. I would happily go. Alright, Artie's in the in the landing party. Cacophony saws and emerge from a room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's involved down there. So, are we just heading into town then? Yeah, I guess just head into town. Keep an eye out. It doesn't look too heavily militarized over there from the flybys, but, you know... Keep an eye out. See if okay. you can get information on where this manor is. Yeah, I'm the babysitter. Okay. I mean, you said it, not me. Yeah, no. I'm <sighs> trying to accept it. Max has just kind of assumed he's going and is waiting on the gangplank. <laughs> and it's about now that the door flies open to the cabin downstairs. You all can hear it. And then there's some, like, regal clacking as, as uh, Cacophony slowly comes up the stairs. And when she manifests from the uh, below decks she's wearing like it's like a pristine white dress with like a uh, pristine white kind of like poofy over thing with a giant golden belt which has a second white belt over it oh, and it's got like gold gilding along all the all the sleeves part it's very it's very poofy she looks like she's a noble woman en route to uh en route to like some sort of cotillion oh god You've really, you've really just decided you're going to stand out either way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going to stand out either way. I'm just going to do it. And as she steps out in this, in this gown, wearing like, wearing actually some of those spike heels that you could barely walk, that you could not walk in the other day, Arturos, and her hair is all elaborately done up with just like two little hairs hanging down on either side of her cheeks. And she's got all of her makeup up and, and dramatic, and dramatic, like white eyeshadow with like gilded gold eyeliner. She's just gone for the whole look. Feeling better? Darling, I always feel amazing. There you go. <laughs> and you certainly look amazing. Thank you, Artie. Oh, she got me there. Okay, so when you say landing party, mm -hmm. are you telling us to take a crew member with us? Uh, like I said, I'd like to keep as many people as possible on the boat. That said, if you want to bring somebody along, you can. Mm, I think with... Um... Us and Arturos and Max, I think we should be fine if you want to keep everybody else. Good. I, I Honestly, I was mostly hoping that you'd let me keep Mr. Hurst on the boat because... <laughs> and she just kind of gestures around. We do love taking him with us, that is true. Yeah, Bye, I don't Mr. Think he... Hurst! See you, Cacophony, have fun! I will! <laughs> okay, okay, look, you pieces of shit. <laughs> So you guys are headed off to the village then? Mm -hmm. Of yeah. course. Yeah, guess so. Yeah. All right. So uh, you guys head off along the curve of the waterline. Somehow with even those heels, Cacophony's able to effortlessly keep up with everybody. Uh, with Alviva not here, who has nature as a skill? I do, technically. Um, I got everything. Nope. No, I've got an unskilled. So Cacophony, roll a nature check. Nine. Nine? Okay. I never said I was good at it. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So uh, as you're walking to the village, it takes you a really long time to notice because admittedly you're mostly focused on walking in these shoes. <laughs> but after a while, you notice that the, 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 the grass under you is kind of springy and hang on, that's not really grass, is it? That's like, that's like moss. Huh. Hmm. Then nice. you look around and you notice that the trees also look like kind of weird. Kind of like they're not hmm. trees, like there might be something else. We're surrounded by moss, she says. That's kind of elegant, isn't it? If there was a way for someone to take a really quick, like, painting of me, like, very quickly, I would absolutely pose among the moss and get my, my painting done. Great to know. What do you mean, moss? I... I'm surrounded by moss. It's very pretty. Completely surrounded? She gestures vaguely. Or walking on it, and then she gestures to the trees. What about the trees? Look at them, they're weird. All nature above water is weird. You're not wrong. I would say the same is true of below water for myself. But it's, it's weird, she gestures vaguely again. <laughs> Max kind of looks around and goes, I mean, it makes sense if the whole place is perpetually night. You're not going to get your average plants, you're going to get stuff that can survive in low light. That's true. Juliana's just kind of like put a hand on, on the surface of the tree. Like, is it completely covered in moss? It's not completely covered in moss, no, but the texture is a little more, um, like, porous and soft than you would expect trees to be, to wood to be. Hmm. You think maybe it might be some kind of fungus instead. Like the whole tree? Like the whole tree. Juliana thinks for a second and then looks up. <laughs> it's not a mushroom cap, that's what you're wondering. It is. What I was wondering. <laughs> it's not a mushroom cap, but you do notice that there are a lot of, like, they do look kind of like tree branches from a dif distance, but up close they look a lot more like fronds. Like these long, stretched out, uh, like, delicate fronds. Huh. That look like a tree canopy, but not quite. Oh, that's very weird. She's just kind of, like, rubbing her fingers together from that <laughs> texture. That's <laughs> what I said. Several times, in fact. No, no, I mean, you you were right. That's <laughs> very weird. Kind of pretty, though. Yeah. That's why I want to have somebody to make a very fast painting of me while I pose among them. What if you could take a really fast painting of yourself? That would be awesome. I would do it all the time. <laughs> and if there was something that I could do this really fast painting of myself to and then post it so that people might be like, Ah, oh, that is a lovely painting, Cacophony. I might do that pretty regularly and see if I could gain a following. Oh god, Cacophony's an insta-thoughty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that does seem like your thing. It does seem like my thing. I would also make sure to get drinks that are very pretty and then pose with them. You do that anyway. <laughs> you, you, pose at, uh, you pose at me. She's currently posing, in fact. Yeah, you're doing it right now. Oh, that's just that's just absent posing. I mean, planned posing. At this point, there's a uh, there's a ruffle in the fronds above, and you see you you can see quite clearly that there's a little flock of birds that just buzzes through the fronds of the plants and then moves on. And you can see them quite clearly because each of them appears to have a little glowing spot right on their chest as they fly by. She stares. I need one of those to pose with me. <laughs> Ooh, it, it's glowing and it's dark and I, I've had... It's not a good sign. What? It's not a good sign? Not when it's this Tell dark. me more! Well, typically the glowing is just a lure. You wear clothes and then, ooh, teeth. Oh. Teeth? <laughs> that looks like a bird. Teeth? 
It looks like a bird. Is it a bird? I don't know. I've never been here. <laughs> oh, that... That makes me nervous. <laughs> we should probably keep moving. I don't trust anything like those. <laughs> Unless it's your radiant face. Who's? <laughs> the world's. <laughs> I agree. Max has just started walking again. <laughs> yeah. She follows after Max. Same. You guys uh, continue further along the waterline towards the village. Um, as you approach, um, Juliana, you, you grew up in a small fishing village. You know what they look like. Mm -hmm. This is about the same deal. There can't be more than like 50 people who live here. The settlements are mostly just either like houses. There's like one large building that you're guessing is probably a meeting hall. And then just, like, docks and stuff along the water. Um, the buildings themselves are partially buried, you notice. Um, and the fronts of the buildings that are above ground, you can see, are made of some kind of clay brick. And it occurs to you that that makes sense, because there's no way that the trees you've seen would make for a decent building material. Hmm. And all the people in the village are dark elves. There are a couple of children... There are a bunch of adults. You, you may have read some salacious things about dark elves <laughs> and other spheres <laughs> with regards to what they wear and how they behave. No, no, they're not wearing BDSM gear. They're wearing like simple sort of like homespun clothing. Cacophony's disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> they're sort of milling around and eyeing you guys and not quite sure what to do. And then uh, one... One of the women uh, with very, very deep purple skin and white hair pushes her way through the crowd and approaches you guys. Uh, who speaks Elvish? I know Cacophony does. Hi. Nope. Mm, I don't believe so. All right. Let me double check on Max. Oh, no, he does. Cool. Yeah. So in Elvish, so only Cacophony and Max can understand. She looks at all of you and goes, uh, what can I do to assist you, strangers? Cacophony about to, is, is about to say good evening and then realizes she doesn't know if they thought this is what they consider evening. So instead she just says, good day, back in Elvish, and lets Max take the lead here. <laughs> oh, you're going to make me talk to myself. Okay. Yes, I am. <laughs> we probably should have worked out a cover story beforehand. That's why she's letting Max take the lead. He's good at lying. Yeah. <laughs> Max steps to the front and goes, um... I'll be ready to offer him an advantage, though. <laughs> Max steps to the front and goes, uh, Obviously, we're not here to uh, disturb you in any way. We were just Though looking. we have on accident, I apologize greatly for that. Yes, we, we, we don't intend to uh, frighten you in any way. We were just looking for um, any unusual things you may have spotted in the countryside. Maybe a large building that wasn't there before, or a group of people that you don't recognize. Mo uh, probably off-worlders like us. And then the the um, the matriarch kind of looks around and looks at you guys and goes, you're looking for the white building across the lake. Yes. And Max is like, yep, that'd be it. Yep, that's that's what we're looking for. Yep. Cacophony nods as well. <laughs> Matriarch is like, that 
It has been a plague on us for the last 12 years. Anyone who gets too close is attacked and frequently killed. We've learned to stay away from it, and you probably should too. It's a dangerous place. Well, ma'am, she says then, um, we have gone to many a dangerous place, uh, so we will try to take care of it, so hopefully you will not be disturbed by it for much longer. Well, that would be nice, but I'm not sure that you will succeed, so I will simply say, good day. And then she points across the lake in a general direction and says, it's over there. Thank you, ma'am. Good day. And with that, the uh, the matriarch disappears back into the crowd, and the, the, the crowd itself kind of figures out that the show's over, so they kind of start to disperse. Cacophony in common now glances back to jail and goes, yeah, we're good. Gem Jammer is performed by Annie Creighton, Kit Walker, Mackenzie Weaver, and Vicky Sharon, and it is edited by Jake Mason. Our character designs were concepted by Rio, who you can find at vriosart on Twitter, and our cover art was illustrated by Canary Witch, who you can find at doodlesfromthebird.tumblr.com. Our opening and closing music is by Reckoning Storm Audio Works. You can find more episodes of this show, as well as our other shows and news, at our website, crookedrussiancam.horse. You can find us on Twitter at CRC Podcasts and on Tumblr at crookedrussiancam.tumblr.com. If you want to support us, a like, rating, review, subscribe wherever you find our podcast is super helpful and helps us get discovered. And if you want to give us some money, you can do that at patreon.com slash thegemjam or ko-fi.com slash crookedrussiancam. Pam, please stop tugging on my earphone cord. <laughs> you mean toolbox. I'm the DM. I don't talk to toolbox. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>